Talk Radio. Love Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome in to Loretta McNary Live presents Tuesdays with Michael Fuller, our spiritual personal coach. How about that? He is so awesome. We've been having some amazing conversations the last few weeks. I mean, you know, the whole time we've been on, we have, but we've been talking about obedience, and Michael has really been bringing it home for me, and I can only imagine if it's helping me, it has to be helping someone else. So everybody, welcome Michael Farmer to the show today. Hi, Michael. Hello, everyone, and Loretta, how is your terrific Tuesday coming along? Terrific Tuesday is, oh my goodness, it is getting better by the moment. Well, that is good because I, I am, I'm, I'm back in that expectancy mode again, and it's just life just seems so much greener and fresher and bluer <laughs> when you're just in that state of expectancy, man. And and I'm, I'm there again, and it's, I'm, I'm just expecting great things to happen. Uh, in life in general, not just, you know, what's about to go for today, and it definitely is going to be a blessing today. It's going to answer some questions that that you talked about on last week, how you wanted to so many people, and they want to figure out what their purpose is and why am I here and, you know, what should I be doing? Well, hopefully, if you tune your ears in, you will hopefully find an answer to that uh, within the next uh two to three weeks. Uh, this is going to be a very enormous topic. I'm trying to make it as concise as possible, and this comes out of Chapter 11 of the Discipleship Study Course, and it is called God's Gifts to Us. Yes, God has mm. given us gifts. Uh, when Jesus ascended into heaven, he gave us gifts. When we were born, we were given gifts. When Jesus died, we were given a gift. When he sent us the Holy Spirit, we were given gifts. Uh, the Holy Spirit himself causes gifts to operate, you know, on our behalf. So is there there are so many gifts, and sometimes we kind of put them all into this one big bag and talk of them in the same context, but they're actually different. So we're going to uh, dispel some myths about the gifts and kind of put them in a proper perspective uh, so it can be a blessing to you, and you can also take the information and apply, apply it appropriately to your life. Mm. So that's what All we're right. going to do. I, I have my notes. I want to encourage everybody at this time, please, if no other show have you gotten your pen and pencil out to take notes, I encourage you. Maybe it's not for you. Maybe it's for somebody that you know, but I believe something will be shared or said today. And, you know, Michael said there's three ways that we, we get this inspiration in God's Word. And that's the written Word, the revealed Word, and what's the third one, Michael? <laughs> Spoken word. <laughs> and fuck word. That's right. And my mind just went like, okay, where is my mind? <laughs> That's right. So that will happen for you today. All you got to do is just stay tuned with us and um, take some good notes. And we will, and you can call in if you have questions, 347-539-5772. 347-539-5772. They'll get you into the conversation with Michael Farmer, our spiritual personal coach. All righty, let's ready to rumble. Ready to rumble. <laughs> because this and and this is one of the, and this is another one of these topics that literally changed my life. I took a class 
on uh, and it basically was called the uh, the gift of the spirit. And that was back in, in 1996, so that was almost 17 years ago when I took this class, and I had never heard of what we're going to talk about today, and it's called the the motive or the motivational gifts. Um, there are two others we're going to talk about, and, the, and that's going to be called ministry gifts. And then the other one is, is what people call the gift of the spirit. We like to refer to them as the deliverance gifts because that's basically what they do, and, and they're for the benefit of the receiver. So we're so we're going to just for the sake of this teaching, uh, we're going to use those terms interchangeably, the gifts of the spirit or the gifts that belong to the spirit. That's about a good way to uh, remember them. So once again, that's the motivational gift that's found in Romans 12, and that's what we're going to talk about today, the ministry gift that's found in Ephesians 4, and then the gift of the Spirit or the deliverance gift, those are found over in 1 Corinthians 12. And so we're going to try to cover all those names. Now, like I said, I have to make it as concise as possible because this was a 12-week course that I took. So... <laughs> So I'm going to try to cram 12 weeks of this power into just – I don't want to drag this out no more than three, four, four weeks max, but I, I really want to talk about this here because this is something that a lot of people probably do not know. They can't say these passed out with the apostles because this is something that, uh, that you actually are born with. Uh, with that said, uh, we're going to start today in Romans chapter 12, and I think we started in here last week as well, but we're going to start at verse number 6, but it all ties together. No, you know something, let's, let's back up a little bit. Uh, let's start with verse number 4, and, and of course okay. we're talking about unity, we're talking about unity on on last week and how and how uh, it's expedient expedient of obedience is if you have this mindset of unity then you can always always have this mindset of that what I'm going what what I'm about to do is not going to affect me it's going to affect others because I'm a part of a body so we so so we're going to kind of pick it back on that today and get started so we're in Romans 12 Verse 4 says, for us, and I'm reading from the King James Version, and it says, For us, we have many members in one body. All members have not the same office. Another word for that could be function. We don't have the same function. Remember, one body, many members or many parts, and one body. And we all not have the same office or function. So we being many are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. So think about that. You, you you got all this ties together. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, and then it's going to, and what we're going to talk about is what we call the, from here is you will talk about the seven, what we call the motivational gifts. Now, I, I don't want you to confuse these with, like I said, the other gifts. These are gifts that are actually, these are gifts that are actually endowments. They have been bestowed upon us in our mother's womb. Mm. These are the gifts that shape our personality, and these are the gifts that defines our function, not just in the body of Christ, but in the earth, you know, to 
to the generation for which we're born in, this gift is given for benefit, like the first of all to the body of Christ, and second of all to mankind in general, especially the generation in which you were born. Now, the word grace there in verse 6, it says, having been gifts different according to the grace that is given to us. Now, that word grace there means power and equipment for service. Power or equipment for service. So these, so so this type of grace, God gives you as a way to serve, and not just self. But I remember your service is always intended for other people. These right. are these like these these give shapes your person personality. These are where your personality traits uh, come from, with purpose in mind. Not just have a personality, but your personality has purpose. And when they're given to us before we're born. Uh, go to. Uh, Let's back up a second. Go to Jeremiah. I'm going to lay off another foundational scripture here, and that's going to be in Jeremiah. Very familiar scripture. Okay. Jeremiah chapter 1. Jeremiah 1. Uh-huh. And this is God talking to uh, Jeremiah before, because he's about to give him his commission for ministry as a prophet, and he, this is what he says, but this at first actually applies to everybody. Say, then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And mm. before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. Of course, he's talking about a ministry gift there. So before, when you're being formed in the womb, God endows you or bestows upon you these gifts. And turn over to Proverbs 18 and 16. We're going to show you what these gifts do for you as well. Proverbs 18 and 16. So we're just laying the foundation for the motivation of gifts. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going over to Proverbs, everybody. Proverbs, eight, Proverbs 18 and 16 says, A man's gift, make it room for him. And bringing him before great men. This is the love that, that, one. that that you're referring to. It's not. And now don't be, don't confuse a gift with a talent. Uh oh. Most people, you know, singing singing is a talent. But what we want to talk about a gift. <laughs> These know how to do the basketball up and down the court. That's uh, that's a talent. We talk about something that shapes your. We talk about something that shapes your personality. That's a gift. Something that sometimes when we see people, especially they can sing well or, or speak well, we say, "Well, they are so anointed." There's me. There's only one anointing. That's <laughs> anointing that you get from the Holy Spirit. There are not varying degrees of anointing. No, just say, they're, "Wow, they're so talented." Because I know people yeah. that that can sing well and and don't even use that talent. Okay, so, that's so, a good way to so point do, that out. So do not confuse your gift with your talent. I know this. I know you probably always heard uh, you can use them interchangeably, but they're not a talent. A talent is something that can be measured or weighted. That's what that's literally what a talent is. You you can put a value on a talent, but you can't put a value on a gift. Wow. So. 
So have you uh, ever heard of these teachings? So the singing is not a gift? Singing is a talent. Wow. Ooh, I know I that. Something I, like that? I know, like I said, that the gifts that we're for, like the, the, the context in which we are speaking, and sometimes just based on the terminology, some people use those words interchangeably. But for the sake of discussion about what we're talking about, gift and talent would not mean the same thing. So that's so so that's that's the distinction that I'm making. Okay. Because the purpose of language simply is for communication. Some people say, "Wow, they're so gifted." Just like I I didn't realize, you know, what my gift was until I took this class. I I, I knew what my talents were, you know, based based on the gift. But I ne- never really knew what my gift was, but it, it opened my eyes to who I really was and why God created me the way he created me. And that's where you're going to find your purpose. Mm. So purpose because, is found in your gifting. Yes, purpose and gifting deals with purpose. Okay. Okay. Talent just deals with the ability. I mean, talent. I mean, you can you, you can improve your talent just based on just practice, practice or the type of trainer that you have. Mm. But you don't have to improve on your gifting because it's it's a spiritual thing, so it's already it is it's there. It's there. Okay. This, this is the thing that makes room for you, Coffee. Everything that everything about you springboards off this gift. So let's let's get into it. I don't I don't want to prolong it any further. I'm chumping at the mm-hmm. bit here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're ready to go, so, but I'm like you're revealing stuff to me, so I'm having to slow you down a little this morning because I'm like, wow, okay, it makes yeah, because, sense, but I never looked at it like that. Well, well, okay, well, I'm, I'm glad you said that. Now, when we get to these gifts, I'm going to give you definitions. This gift in this context is called charisma, C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A. It's the Greek word for gift, charisma. That's where the word charismatic comes from. Oh. And and these are natural attributes that are freely bestowed by the donor. And, of course, that's what, and we know God is the donor. Right. He just said they, they shape our personality. They shape who we are. And then we're gonna give the definition for the other ones as we as we get into them. Okay. So let's go back to Romans twelve and start verse six. So having been gifts differing according to the grace that is given unto us, remember that grace is power power or equipment for service, for the prophecy, let us prophesy actually things inserted by the Translators, just for clarity. So, where the prophecy let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Now, prophecy in this context doesn't just come. Most time, you see prophecy in scripture. It really doesn't deal with we we predicting the future. It means just the the word prophesy means to speak openly before another. That's literally what the word means, prophesy. That I like like today, I'm prophesying. I'm speaking forth and openly before someone else. So in context, I'm prophesying. 
But there, mm-hmm. there is an office of prophet that we're going to talk about once we get to the ministry. Yeah, so, so these are two different things. Now, what is prophecy? Prophecy pertains to your ability to speak plainly, directly, or bluntly. And it's usually from an authoritative position. So 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 those are so that's what that's what that prophecy refers to, the ability to speak plainly, directly, and bluntly. Usually from an authoritative position. From a position of authority. So make sure you get that down. That's what it means in this context. And one thing I like about this, it it tells you he's telling us how we should use the gift. He said, if you have the gift of prophecy, he said, you should prophesy according to the proportion of faith that God has given you. Mm. Because go back up to verse number three. Before I say, through the grace given unto me, this is Paul talking, to every man that is among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. Why? According as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So God has given everybody a measure of faith to operate their gifts. And this prophecy, you have to prophesy according to your proportion of faith that God has given you. You're like, I'm the type of person, it's it just certain things that I just would not say. In front of someone, mm-hmm. but somebody else will probably say it and and won't flinch. <laughs> but give. Like I said, what it did to me is it, the ability to speak plainly, directly, and bluntly, and it's usually from an authoritative position. Now, 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 the the caution with this gift is that you should not move out of this position too quickly. Remember, according to the grace that has, he's given us, so don't just because you have this gift don't mean that you you step out too quickly and and try to operate this like that. Let it let it come let it come to you. Let it let it operate the way it should operate. Don't force it. None of the gifts have to be forced. They're natural. Because I wanted to ask you about that because I was reading somewhere and I can't tell you and ask you this, but I think this is a perfect time to ask. Okay. okay. I, I was reading that somebody was having uh, an event. It was a it was a church event, and they said that um, you you will be given a prophecy. So can is that something that you can turn on to make happen, or is it something that's divinely given at unique times and divine times, or is that it just is, that always is flowing? That is something that is divinely given. I'm glad you said that. We're going to deal with that when we get to the the gift of the spirit or the deliverance gift. Because okay. those gifts happen as those gifts happen as the spirit wills. Not in, not as not as the not as the uh the one who's giving the gift or speaking the gift gives is as the spirit wills. So it's an operation of the Holy Spirit. They are okay. they are not endowments. You can't and, and that's one of the and that's one of the myths to those to spiritual gifts. And I know people don't know uh, disagree with me. That's one of the uh, myths that come with it is that you can turn the spiritual gifts on and off whenever you get ready. That's not true. And 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 I don't want to get ahead of myself or really just stick a pin in that <laughs> because yeah. I don't want to confuse the people. You you because yeah. you, you have to be taught separate because this 
Okay. This prophecy, like I said, is it, it, not a ministry gift, and it does not pertain to the future. This is the motivational gift. This is the thing that moves you or motivates you. Okay. Now, now before we finish going into all these seven gifts, one thing I want you to re- to recognize is that you're gonna. We all have traces of all these gifts, but you're gonna have a dominant one, and and that's why I want you to identify as we go through. You're going to one gift is dominant, and the other ones, and you may have like a secondary gift, and the rest of them just gonna be traces of them. Just like when we make a cake. What ingredients go into a cake? You have flour and you have butter and sugar and flavor and eggs and oil. But when it's all put together, it's called what? And put it in the oven when it's done, it's called what? It's a called cake. a cake. Mm-hmm. If, if, if someone says, what are you eating? You're not going to say, I'm eating flour, butter, sugar, oil, <laughs> egg, flavor, bacon powder. No, you're going to say, I'm eating Cake, and believe it or not, everything that goes into that cake is in every slice of it. So there, are, but the, the probably the most dominant ingredient that you see in that cake is going to be what flour, because it's it's what gives us its consistency, and the sugar gives it its flavor, and the oil helps to keep it moist and helps us to cook while it's in the oven, and the eggs help it to rise and and gives it consistency. It's well. Okay. So, 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 so we all have traces of these gifts. Why? Because we're we're all part of the body. We're part of the body. And remember, we have not the same function. And like I'm gonna take my time, especially with with these seven, because you got to get these. Because if you do, it will change the way you think about yourself and how you relate to the body of Christ. Wow. Okay. And they'll take away and they'll take away that frustration about what you should be doing because everybody want to be up in the pool pit. They think that's the way I can be seen. That's the way I can be heard. No, that is that is that is the furthest from the truth. That is that is one gift in a totally different operation, and and he and, and these are the gifts that Jesus gives. This gift is what God gives you at birth. They are endowment. They are yours. They, these are the gifts that's going to bring, that's going to make room for you. Why? Because, you're per, because they shape the personality. Your personality is the thing that gets you where you get in life. So sometimes when you think about this person that's really blunt, straightforward, that's the gift that God put in them. They're, and you know, and some, and you have to temper every gift that God gives you with love. That's a good point because people, you know, they think it's a, like a license sometimes to be bold and just just horrid, exactly. you know, overspoken and obnoxious. I've, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so, <laughs> so, like you so, still so, have so. to have temperance. Exactly, you you still have to temper that gift with love. That means that you give people love simply as treating people the way they should be treated, giving people what's needed. Not just showing people that, hey, look, this is just me. You know, I, I, I just have to tell it like it is. You know something? That that could be exactly true, but there's a time and a place for everything. Mm-hmm. 
So, so, and so, way so, to so say you it. Found yourself, yeah. so if you have found yourself with this gift, then God said you should do it according to your proportion of faith that He's given you. And He's given everybody a proportion of faith to have the prophecy gift to speak in a certain manner. Because you got some people who can be direct and just cut you. You got some people who can be direct and and blunt and straightforward. And it's it's probably it's probably typical with the gift of mercy. And and, and we're in and we're going to deal with these now. Let's let's, let's deal with the next one. So any okay. questions on that one, Loretta? On prophecy? And that was the motivation gift. That's that's the motivation gift. That's the first one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Prophecy. Remember, this prophecy doesn't pertain to the future. It means that you do what? You are given the ability to speak plainly, directly, and bluntly, and authoritatively. And Mm -hmm. the caution with the gift is do not move out of position too quickly. And that's what some people do. The next one is... In verse 7, it's ministry or service. Some people have the service gift. I mean, just case of the can't help it. They just got to serve everywhere they go. And I and I can, and as I'm talking, I'm thinking of people that I know that have these gifts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of people who, and, 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 and that's what you should do because when all is said and done, if you don't understand somebody else's motivational gift, you will be offended. That is so true. Now, that, now I see that. I haven't necessarily been a part of it, but I've seen where somebody has a prophecy gift, and, and they were very outspoken, very bold, and very quick to say whatever they exactly. were saying in terms of correction. But yeah. it was just not well received, not because of what that was said, but it was the way they were saying it in yeah, front of all these exactly. people. Exactly. It's almost like going to the emergency room. It's all about administration, uh, how you how you administer something. And say you you have a cut in your hand, and the nurse and she snatches your hand, and she pours alcohol on, and she snatches it on there, and she snaps the bandaid on it, and wraps it up real tight, and she she did everything that should have been done, but it's the way she did it. Is is how yeah. she administered that healing to you. She you need so so so. That's what these gifts do. There there's a way that you administer. This gift and with prophecy, it's, you have to do it according to your proportion of faith. Okay, or 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 prophecy. I'm, I'm sorry, or ministry. Let us wait on our ministering. And the word ministry here? means, and the word ministry means service. It means it's. What that ministry means that you you have an ability to serve freely and fervently. Uh. And and the way you temper this gift based on what the translators insert into this group into this base verse here is that you have to wait on your ministry. Wait for that opportunity to serve. Don't just jump out there and serve. Like sometimes we had we uh, we're at a table and and we're eating and the waitress come up and and just cause she she makes a little piece of food left on the plate and she picks it up no wait wait she she supposed to wait on an opportunity to serve 
okay, are you finished with uh, are you finished with that? Uh you mind if I take that plate for you? That's that's how we temper that gift. Uh, sometimes we can we can get in the way and sometimes people don't want you serving them. <laughs> they probably want to do it themselves. <laughs> Oh, I know. I know people like that, and, and you're right. There, I mean, you know, I know we don't turn them on and off, but you have to again know the right time, know the right way. It's just like just because you get a driver's license and you're ready to drive, don't mean that you should be driving all over the place. There's some streets and some places you're not ready to drive yet because you don't have the experience. Exactly. So, oh, my goodness, I know people who are like that. And it's a great gift, and most people receive it oh, really yeah. well when oh, you have yeah. that gift oh, of yeah. serving and um, yes, lifting do. up and just loving on people. But everybody's not ready for that. You're not called to do that to every person you meet. Yes. So wait on your ministry. Wait wait on that. You know, don't just, you like saying, none of these gifts are to be forced. Just, just flow. Just go with the flow, as people say. Like and this, and, and and like I said, these gifts have you have a case that it can't help it, as I say. <laughs> no, these these that's why they call the motivational gifts because they motivate you. These are things that drive you. So, any questions that come in from now, Loretta? I'm quite sure you probably thinking of some some people in this. So wait on if you have yeah, to get that's the what I was saying. Or, or, I, I just want people to understand that you. It, it, it appears like you're forcing yourself on people when you think, well, you know, I just love people. But, no, it, it comes off if you're doing it for everybody in the room. You're not assigned to everybody in the room. You're only assigned to certain people. That's why it's so important to listen to the Holy Spirit so he can direct you. Yes. But that's so, all I so want to like so, so remember, nature, as, I'm not as, talking about like if you are a, a doctor or a nurse and you take that oath to save life and you got to save life wherever and whenever, whether you're on the clock or off the clock. I'm not talking about, you know, saying, well, I'm not going to help that person. You should see a spirit that says this person needs some motivation. This person needs a hug. The Holy Spirit will tell you this. You know, so just I just want people to be directed, not just it be about you and just rushing out there doing stuff. And that is so true. So, oh, so like the and so all of these are okay. Because I'm, I'm getting a little confused. I'm just I'm getting ahead of everything because I'm so enjoying this. Okay, so you were saying that there were seven gifts that we're going to talk about. So in that seven, yeah, seven. gifts, is really um, like the motivational gift. There are yeah, different gifts within that. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not going to say there are gifts within that. But like I said, no, every everybody has traces. As I said before, everybody has just one, one gift is going to be dominated. It's, it's going to stand out as, as a like as a sore thumb because this this gift has has made you who you are. Yeah, it has made you who you are, it's, and and you got some people who who love to serve, and I mean they do it with they do it with joy, and they just get a joy out of just helping people and waiting on people and doing stuff. So it's so, so, so all this is for the benefit of the body. So, so remember, these verse six says we have gifts differing according to the grace that is given unto us. So, for the prophecy, wow. let it be according to your proportion of faith or ministry. Let us wait on our ministry. The next one is going to be, he did teach it. 
Now, now this is what found me. This is one of my secondary gifts. Teaching doesn't drive me, but it's it's one of the things I just love to do. And uh, teaching, just you, you just you just love to explain stuff. You know, if I stop and ask you for directions, you're gonna say, "Now look, you know, it, this is what you do. You 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 turn out the driveway and you make a left and and." When you get two blocks up the street, you're going to see a car wash on the left, and you're going to see uh, uh, a burger shack on the right. But those not it, but just keep on going. <laughs> just keep on going, and you finally going to see uh, Jane Doe Street. You make a right on there, and once you see there, it's going to be a house on, on the left. And then now that house on the left, now, it, man, it's so beautiful. That yard is beautiful. I mean, I mean they, they're just the way they do. They're, they're just the way they process information. And you and you like, look, man, how do I get to the interstate? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to know. That's all I asked. <laughs> so, 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 Loretta, I'm, I'm gonna take that same example. Okay, look, I'm 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 a visitor from out of town, and I need to get to 385. The person with three with the motivation gets gonna say, look. Go go straight up there, or go straight up there, that way there, and don't you know, and just keep going. So you see it, just make a right, and you there. That's the person's property gift, straight, direct, to the point. The one with the mystery gift, okay, no, I ain't. No, no, look, don't wait, don't worry about it. I'm gonna get in my car, you follow me. <laughs> and, and 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 when I put my blinker on, you, you gonna see three eighty five. That's where you go. And the one with teaching, he he's gonna do it exact opposite. He's gonna give you all these detailed instructions on how to get there. Well, you know you know something, three eighty five wasn't even there four years ago. You know, I I said I, I watched him build that thing. I saw him, you know <laughs> But remember, he has a case of the can't help it. That's me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna take you I'm just gonna break it down and explain it to you. You'd be like I have customers like they come to the store sometime and I explain to them the process of you know how you know how clothes are made and all that. Maybe he's like, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Read me up and give me out this score. <laughs> but it, it, it's one. It's but the teaching motivation is there. I feel like I have to explain everything. I have to break it down for I know you can completely understand it. Some people just want to do it. Like I was talking to a customer not too long ago, and I was explaining the process, and he just simply said, "Look, man, cut to the chase." And I, the temptation was there to get offended. He said, so here, you have to get the prophecy. You just straight out saying, no, good to the chase. <laughs> and, you know, I was, and, and, you know, I was ready to take his head off, you know, with words. But I said, no, you know something. That's just, I you know, I'll probably explain this a little bit too much. <laughs> so his, yeah, so, I, I've seen that operate. That happened, too. And, and I'm so glad we're having this conversation because, I'm glad you can laugh about it now because if you are operating your gift and you're like all over, you're feeling good because you're serving somebody, you're teaching somebody, or you're giving this profit, and the person is like, I only want a little of that. And then some exactly. people want so much and you only give a little or what you consider average, and they are just so hungry, though, but you're like, yeah. this is all I got. And they're looking at you like, is that it? So that's what I mean when I say you need to know when you need to. It, it becomes science almost to me. You should yeah, be able and, and to. Because to, 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 to look at verse seven, like I said, each 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 one he tells us how to use the gift. He says, or he that teach it on teaching, in further 
Let us wait on our teaching. So there's going to be opportunities for you to teach. Wait on it. Just just wait on that opportunity to teach. Don't just force it on people. And and like I said, sometimes we don't we don't we don't feel like we're forcing it on people. It's just who we are. Yeah. But you but but always be cognizant that that everybody's not going to freely receive your gift, especially if they don't know who you are. So remember, the teaching is the ability to explain. Uh, to break down stuff, to analyze things. They use a lot of examples frequently. and But the caution with this is that you have to watch out for imposing on people's time. Like I said, some oh. people just don't want to hear it. So, so watch out for imposition with this gift. So any questions yeah, like come, so come in on that particular one? Have you have you thought about anybody on who have to teach and motivation. <laughs> For each one of these, I've, <laughs> I've noticed I've noticed some things. I'm like, wow, that's, like, overdone. And then, you know, I'm not, like, the police of using gifts. I'm not trying to say that at all. But I've seen where it was too much, and I've seen where it was uh, not enough, too. And I just – and I'm sure I've been on either side of that. You know, I'm not saying I, I'm always doing the right motivational gift or when I – and I'm not one of those people who got just – can say every time I meet somebody, I got to give them some kind of word from him. Sometimes, I mean, it's it's just so infrequent that I don't know when it's going to happen that he'll give me a nugget to give somebody and then be like, oh, my goodness, that is like confirmation. So I don't say that I operate in, in any of that gift. I, like you said, we all have traces of all of them, but we have our primary and then we have a secondary. And I really love how you clarify that. We have traces of those. So just because you have traces of those does not mean that's your that's primary gift. Yeah. yeah. Because you got to think every, everyone has a, a dominant personality where, if, you know, if you if you know this person and say they're having a, a, a just a really down day, you I mean, you, you know that's not their personality. Or someone says something about them, you say, no. I know this person. They don't they don't act like that. They don't think like that. They don't operate like this. Why? Because you know them. You know their personality. God knows each and every aspect of us. He knows the he, he knows the gifts and abilities that He's placed in us. That's why He's given us grace for it, power and and equipment for service. So so there is grace that comes with these gifts. So we've covered prophecy. We've covered ministry. Or service is another a, a good word for ministry is service, and then teaching. You just say teaching, or the tutorial, or didactic uh, motivation. Or I, I just have to teach you motivation. The next one is look at verse seven. Or he that exhorted on the exhortation. So same way. Or he that exhorted, let him wait on exhortation. And the exhorter is the one that has the ability to always encourage you and to uplift you. They they just have a desire to see people happy all the time. But the the, the caution with this gift is they have a tendency to make promises that they can't deliver on. Mm. You know, they just as super encouraging, motivated, you can do this, man. You Look, man, you they go three eighty five right there, man. Look, you don't you don't have to be afraid. It's it's going up the street, man. You ain't got to worry about it. God got you. And I promise you, you get up, the lane ain't gonna be open for you, so you can get over it, no problem. That's what the exhorter is, and and he's telling you this, 
and it's six o'clock six o'clock rush hour traffic <laughs> back up past the lights. <laughs> so therefore so it's like I said, some so so these are people who are always encouraging you that you can do your best. And and I I know I know one person who walks in this just to the nth degree. I mean just He's that trustworthy with that gift that with if he says it, you know it's gonna happen. And and he flows in it, you know, masterfully. So that's the gift of exhortation. Remember it's the ability to always encourage and to uplift and uh, and they have just so, this drive and desire to see people happy. Okay, now now I have a question. I have a big okay. question when it comes to this. And it's probably I need you to ex- explain the difference between someone exhorting someone and then somebody using that or- exhortation as a prophetic word. And so that person thinks that because this prophet said when it was just an exhortation well, that yeah, it was but, but, see, but now, but listen, remember, you're, you're now going over into the spiritual gift. Oh, okay, okay. I keep going over there, Michael. I'm glad you keep yeah, bringing you keep me going back. Over there. Yeah, because <laughs> and 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 the reason you keep going over there because the, because the gift of the spirit are totally abused. I mean, sometimes we say it's yeah. the gift of the spirit, and the Holy Spirit had nothing to do with it. You're doing this because you want to. You may be doing it because you you have a compassion on somebody. Oh, well, you said you feel that like and you I know feel like you. Right. Oh yeah. If you, if you don't mourn a loss, 
it's going to damage you in the long run. So you have to mourn a loss. So, okay, so, so there is I'm still I'm still confused on this, Mike. I'm trying to get the three that we talked about because I want to post it on Facebook because I think this is gonna, oh, not only is it gonna it's my eyes are being open and I want other people's eyes to be open too. So they're the endowed gifts, which we we're talking about today, the charisma the charisma gifts that's from the yeah. Greek word meaning gift with charisma. You, you charisma. Know? Yeah. Okay, and yeah, then there's the I mean, and, and, gift. and right now and right now just we we're only dealing with charisma. I just put that out there as as uh, just a clarification for you. So just so right now we're just dealing with the charisma or the motivational gift. Okay, so motivational gift and then their um, spiritual gift and ministry. No, gift? not not well, not, not they call them spiritual gifts. We call them gift of the spirit, but they're really called okay. deliver, the deliverance gifts. So normally they're there to deliver people from. From something, and, and there's nine different manifestations of that. That's why I'm not going to even begin to get into okay. it now. I just can cause confusion. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah, because I'm already confused, though. Okay. <laughs> and what's but the third gift, kind? And the third one is ministry gifts, or the DOMA, D-O-M-A, and that's found in Ephesians chapter 4. And it's, and it's five uh, offices of that, five offices of that. Mm-hmm. Seven, seven motivational gifts, nine manifestations of the Holy Spirit, and five ministry gifts. Wow, you are so awesome. Have I not told so, you that lately? Oh, my goodness, you are so awesome. So we're going to deal with them. We're just going to deal with one gift. And, and that's where the confusion has come in because we try to lump them all together. And, mm-hmm. Teach them all together. No, you have to teach them in segment. It's like trying to teach them out their ABCs and math at the same time. No, there you mean there there are two different disciplines. There are two different things you have to you have to absorb information, get an understanding of it, and because if you don't get an understanding of it, you can't use it. So that's why I'm asking you. Okay, no, Loretta, you have any comments or you have any questions about this particular gift? Because I'm quite sure if you do, <laughs> I'm going to do. Other people do, <laughs> and, 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 and the father answered their questions. Like I said, it's right here in the Bible. Like I said, it was in. It, see, I had been saved since '93. I'm not since '89. I was called into the ministry in '95. Got to, well, we got to the church where I am in '93. Was called to ministry in '95. I I didn't become aware, fully aware of this until 1996. And wow. after seven years of being saved and really going for God, then they popped this on me. I said, man, this is, you know, I, I, now I know who I am. God, look at this. Now I can see why you made me like this. That's why I'm always breaking stuff down. That's why I'm always putting stuff in order and organizing it. So like that, if I'm going through these, like we're not finished yet. We talk, so we're going to recap when we get through. So we so we talked about prophecy. We talked about ministry or the service gifts, about teaching. And then we talked about the ex- exhorted gifts or the encourager. And we, and we showed you how to temper those gifts. And we also gave you warnings about each one of those gifts. The next one is what? He that giveth. 
He didn't say let him wait on the gift. He said he either give it, let him do it with simplicity. That word simplicity means with with sincerity or or to do it um, liberally. That's what the word sim- simplicity. So he's giving some people the gift to just give, and and these people have a tendency a tendency. Now these people have a tendency to be to be used by other people. Mm-hmm. And because they usually have the ability to attract money, and usually they they have no care or concern for it. And but one thing they don't want to be done is pressured to give because it's something that they do. So do not pressure the person who has the gift to give. Once again, they have the ability to attract money. Usually there's no care for it. I mean, there, I mean, if they have it, they have it. They don't, they don't. Ain't no bigger than them because I know at some point I will have some. And, <laughs> and, they don't like to be, and they don't like to be pressured to give. But Paul tells us that he that give it, let him do it with simplicity. Once again, that word simplicity, I'm going to give you the Greek word for it. A Greek word means singleness or sincerity without hypocrisy or dissimulation, what it talks about. Or it means to give generously. It means to be bountiful. It means to be liberal. It means to be sincere. And and, and I know some people like that. So yeah. if God has given you, so, so somebody that's a cheapskate or a tightwad, as we say, we know they don't have the gift of giving. <laughs> because God, <laughs> God gave them the ability to give. They're pretty much give away the house. My mother's like that. Yeah. She's, a, she's a giver. She was giving me. We were. She, she made a statement years ago, and it kind of just it just kind of confused me because I understand where she's coming from. And now, so I'm getting old. I understood. She and we, we all. She has five children, four boys and a girl. And we all grown and have our own families and have grandchildren. And she and she makes the statement. Well, you know, something. I'm just. You know, I I I just want to. You know, I just want to always be in position where I can give to you all. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, it was. It was hard for me to grasp that when she said that years ago, but now I understand why she said it. Because that's her motivational gift. Mm, I know people like that too, and I, I like to believe that I'm like that. And some, well, mine is not necessarily at this point in my life. It's not money, but it's all the other things. Anything else, I mean, if I have it, it's not like I can just give somebody, you know, $1,000, but if I have it, I, I certainly don't mind giving it away. And I always say, you know, guys like, Loretta, i got to teach you some more because you, you'll you be giving money to people I'm trying to bless. So you still have to understand, just because you have it and you want to give to somebody, you still have to wait on the Holy Spirit's functioning because when the Lord put that in my spirit, I was like, wow. And that's true. If you become somebody's crutch and they start depending on you, then they'll be saying it's you and not God. So I can definitely see the value in knowing when. Well, like as, as I said, you know, one of the drawbacks to it is, is they don't like to be pressured. So so if if your dominant motivation to give is giving, you don't like to be pressured. Matter of fact, you're not going to even you're not going to let people press you to give because you no, know, I'm, I'm a give because I want to give because that that factor of sincerity is there. 
There's no there's no hypocrisy with it. They can give liberally with no problem. Okay. Okay. No, it it it, it doesn't bother them. Exactly. So 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 that is what the motivation of gift of giving is identified. Of course, we can kind of go on and on with each one of these, but I'll, I want to make it concise as possible. Uh, the next one is the ruler gift. And the next phrase is that he that ruleth with diligence. Now, the ruler is someone who, um, who uh, they're, in they're, good at, they're good at being in charge. They're good at providing over things. They're good at organizing. They like, they like order. They like structure. And, they and, take but, control. Yeah, they can have a tendency to take control if if if, if it's tempered with that with, with the profits and motive. If they'll take control, but a one a ruler organized usually uh, they don't always know how to get it done. I just know I, I I want it this way. I want it this way. I want it this way. But I don't know how to get it done. That's that's one of that that could be one of the drawbacks of the gift. But but they are organized. They're, they're they're good at pulling people together to get things done. And and some people mm-hmm. do that extremely well. And 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 that's not dominant motivational gift. That's how I run my business. It's mm-hmm. pulling all the parts together to run the business. There are certain things I I don't know how to do in the business, but I I, I know how to get it done. I know how to I know how to organize that. I know how to procure those services. Or I, I know how to access that product that this customer is looking for. So, 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 so organization is a made, it's not dominant motive uh, gift. Everything has to be always organized for me. I can't work if it's cluttered. Like if you if you came over my closet of UFC things separated in categories, and in some cases you may see it separated by color. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. It, it it has to be like that for me to think properly. If, if I'm going to do something, I can't walk into somewhere and it's clutter everywhere and I go straight to work. I can't. It's impossible for me to do it. I don't say impossible, but it's just hard for me to function in an environment like this. So I take the time to get it straightened up and cleaned up. It could take me a couple hours to do it, and then now I can work. So so I, I know my dominant motivational gift is that of, Ruler or that or that administration, and it says that I should do it with diligence. That's what it said. We should do it. That you should do it with speed. You should be eager to do it. You should, you know, you should be handling your business. That's what it actually means. Cause it needs to be, you know, to be forward. You need to take haste with it. So somebody who's an organizer, they're not sitting back and they trying to and they planning something and it happens, you know, five years from now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they they make it hasty. They're diligent to make sure that it, it gets done. I mean, I could talk about this with so much passion because this, you know, I it's, it's me. It's who I am. And I love to organize. I love to put things together. It's something I did well in my job. It's something I do well in business. It's something I do, something I do well in ministry. And then my secondary gift is this, that of teaching. So, so those are the ones that I identify with, with the most. But the, the ruler motivational gift is, is there. Okay, mm-hmm. now you understand that one. I understand that. I like that one too. 
<laughs> I, I like how people can put the pieces together, and I, you know, like I say, I can notice traces of that one in me. I wouldn't say that's my primary, my dominant win. Uh, it could be, but I'm just my my personal feeling is it's, it's just a, a secondary, if anything. Yeah, but you know, I, 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 like, I like I can't put it together, but if I see it, I'm like, wow, I like the way they put that together. And I yeah. am organized, though. I am definitely organized. So as as I say, you know, take the time to kind of massage through the you know the information and say, you know, but it it shouldn't take long to identify your your dominant one. Cause like that, it it it's who you are. So if 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 you go if you have the ruler motive, you you have to do it with diligence and uh synonym for the word ruling is ad- administrator or organizer. And the last one, number seven, is he that show it mercy. So yeah, I think some people have a, a motive gift of mercy. These are people who are compassionate. Very compassionate in word or in deed. And they say they should do it with cheerfulness. So you gotta think somebody who's depressed all the time they don't have the mercy mode to give. They'll, they'll bring you down. <laughs> they'll pull you down. <laughs> so it's so, but and and but it's the one that you know. Oh, oh, baby, you know, you know they, you know they, they know how to comfort you and they, they're real touchy feely. As we so like like to say, you know, they you know. Well, come here, you know, let me give you a hug, and you know, and and a lot of times, most of them have this gift is tempered with that of exhorter. Uh huh. So so, that's, uh-huh. so 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 somebody with the mercy motive gift and somebody with the somebody with the prophecy motive gift they would probably clash if they don't understand one another because they're like on the two ends of the spectrum. Yeah, when I took my gifts test, but that was what that was mine. That was that was one of my motivations. That is my primary is the uh, mercy and exhorter. Yeah, cause oh, yeah, no matter oh. how you're feeling, you always, and, and as, you know I mean, I always want people to smile. I want them to be happy. I always, you know, will give somebody a hug and just, you know, hopefully making their day, day better. I do know that yeah. I operate in that, but that's, that's one of my, my primary gifts. So, so, and so like oh. I said, just, so I always think of these people as, as just merciful and tenderhearted. They, you know, if they, you know, they saw a dog ran out in the street, they're probably, you know, Find some way to pick it up and take it home and take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> and nurse it, it off. It extends every line and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's almost like the, you know it doesn't turn on and off. Exactly. Almost like the, what we call the good Samaritan, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's no way you can be a, a, you know, somebody said, well, you know, I'm just not a people person. Well, you know, they're not, <laughs> you, you don't have to. Well, matter of fact, you can't flow in there if you're not a, a, a quote unquote people person. There's no such thing as I'm not a people person. God made nobody sit on an island and just be to themselves. So, 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 so these are people who are tenderhearted, and you know, these one that was you know, somebody who has a strong motivational gift of prophecy, and you know, and they just oh, they they shouldn't say it that like that. That's you know, that's going to hurt somebody's feelings. I, I want to make sure you number know, to this person when it's over, make sure they're okay. <laughs> so, 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 Loretta, all seven of these gifts they work together in the body of Christ. As, as the scripture said before we got into them, we have many members, 
but yet it's one body, and we don't all have the same function. And then God has given us gifts differing according to the grace that he's given us. And then he tells us what those gifts are, and he tells us how to temper those gifts. And these gifts shape your personality. It's who you are. And that's what I want you to get out of this. This gift is who you are. It's, it's the real you. And all, and just and always think about it. And just think about it. I have a case of the can't help it. So, like, if if, if if there's change in my pocket, it has to be organized. My my, my bill fold, my money's in denominational order. It has to be straight. No folded edges has to be has to be denominational. So I stand there at the counter and put it in order while I'm there. I step aside and do it if somebody's in line. But I just things have to be organized, you know. And 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 that's what attracted me. To the church that I'm in now, but because of the organization and the structure and all that, that it was it, it was a perfect fit for me. Mm-hmm. Because I because I know God is not the author of confusion, and like I said confusion is just use a sign that all the parts of there they just have to be put in order. And I love putting stuff in order. I love when God sends me into a situation and say, "I want you to put this in order." Man, that's I'm. That you're talking about joy. You're talking about <laughs> flowing for I should be. And then you temper that with the teaching motivation again. Oh, man, it's okay. Some people call me a nerd. <laughs> I say, yes, I'm a nerd. I'm a, I'm a nerd for the Lord. All right. I'm his geek. I do anything he asks me to do. <laughs> So, so Loretta, I, I, I want you all, and, and not just you, Loretta, but the listeners, I know you probably listen to this, and what I want you to do is take this information, listen to it, and it's okay. And, yeah, you really don't have to think hard, but I want you to locate your dominant motivational gift, and then I want you to, to identify your secondary. And I know in your mind right now, well, you're not trying to flow in all of those. No, but there's, there's one that, that particularly Yeah, there's a primary. You. Mm-hmm. It drives you. It is who you are. Like, and, and that's why I'm giving you this personal example of me. Because when I when I saw this and they explained it, I used to always wonder why I always wanted things organized. I wanted, you know, in the in the pantry, things have to be laid stacked and labeled and separated. And but but one thing you can't do is force your gift on people. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's what I that's had. the thing I want people to learn, to learn and to understand and recognize that sometimes you're forcing it on people. You have to know timing, perfect timing. You still have to order. You still have to operate with exactly. order and decency. And especially if you have, have a spouse. Confusion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, now, I'm, I'm going to tell you now, if, if you have a spouse or if you anticipate in marriage, this will really help you identify who that person is. Because if you know your mind, I can't put up with somebody who's strong-willed and blunt and straightforward, then don't go into that marriage thinking I'm going to change that person once once, once we take these vows. It's not going to happen. And and that's what we do. We we, we see who, who they are. We don't like it, don't necessarily care for it. But it, but it's, it's there to, to benefit somebody. It's always remember, gift is always for the benefit of the receiver. 
Always remember that a gift is always for the benefit of the city. It benefits me first, and then I take that gift and I service mankind with it. I service customers with it. I service whatever I come in, I, I let that gift shine because that's how God created you to be. When he formed you in your mother's belly, at the moment of conception, he knew exactly what he wanted you to be. That's why he said, before I formed you. Before, Before you became the zygote. Before you became the zygote and then the embryo. Then he knew knew your purpose of being on earth. So hopefully this will help you identify who you are because it will help you walk in purpose. So, so but because yep. I'm a fivefold ministry, because I've been called to five, what we call fivefold ministry, ministry gifts to the office of prophet, the, these motivational gifts help me to execute that office. Like I said, you know, to go into places where, you know, and where I know something is is out of order, and then he assigns me to go into this place and and set it in order whether it's your finances or whether your relationships or, I mean, just any area. And that's what the Fightership International is all about. And all this is based on my motivational gift and then, and then also because of, of the, uh, the office of the ministry gift that Jesus called me to. So, And on next week, we're going to recap these, and then we're going to start talking about the spiritual gifts that Loretta's been trying to get me to talk about all day. <laughs> Oh, so, 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 so hopefully, so hopefully it's going to answer her question. I think every question she came up with was dealing with the spiritual gift. I said, man, she must have really seen a lot As of this. You can lady. tell that's where my training, that's where my previous teaching had all you know been concentrated on. So once you exactly. explained to me that there are different kinds of gifts and not just gifts yes, of the spirit. Are then exactly. it made sense to me why we wouldn't discuss those while we were talking about motivational gifts, um, and, gifts and, and, that um, shape us. Now, 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 now one thing, I'm, 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 I'm going to give you a teaser. We always have to remember that they are the gifts of the Spirit. So they belong to who? To the Lord. That's right. They, they belong to the Holy Spirit, and they manifest mm-hmm. how? As he wills. It's not, not as you will. You, I mean, he can you submit yourself as a vessel to be used by him, but they're not as you as you will. They're as he wills. He sees the need for their gift to be operative in a certain situation or toward a certain a certain person. The Holy Spirit sees that. I mean, he's the God in the earth today. Just always think about this: the Father is the one that gives us our motivational gifts. The Holy Spirit is the one that manifests the gift of the Spirit, and Jesus is the one that gave us the ministry gifts. So they all, they wow. like they, they all have their own distinct, separate functions, but they operate as a unit. It's, it's almost seamless. That's why we can talk about them in the same breath. But sometimes you have to really identify them for who they are, and that's what we're going to talk about down the road in uh, dealing with the Godhead and, you know, what their distinct functions and offices are. But but, but they're one. They're seamless. They, they, they know how to operate. That's why God commands blessings in unity because it demonstrates to him that we understand how heaven works. Beautiful. 
I have learned so he can a lot today. So, so always remember that he can command blessings in unity because it demonstrates to him that we understand how the Godhead works or we, or we understand how things in heaven work. Because one of the prayers is, your will be done in heaven, how? As it is in earth. And unity is one of those things that we have to begin to work on, especially as a body. Beautiful. Well, I'm I have come off of my soapbox for today and I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep it over to I'll go to your other, but I have thoroughly enjoyed this. I I have been waiting to really teach this and it was kinda of almost a perfect segue into it when she uh, asked a question last week and I I've been waiting all week to start teaching on this thing. I tell you, you did an awesome job, Michael. Because I know I can be a tough student because, you know, I'm expected to know so much. And I probably, um, I know so much. But this, I, I was not, I don't know as much. This is an area where I will become better because I will learn more. And that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to continue to to learn. And so that's why I that's said right. um, this is life-changing for me because now I can implement what I've learned and that will make me become a better person and a better servant because I'll use what I learned to um, help the kingdom, help build the kingdom. So I'm happy. I'm happy, happy, happy. I needed it too. I feel so good like a like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> I've learned so some stuff today. Don't forget, don't forget your homework assignment. I know you, I, I believe in giving assignments, so make sure Make sure you uh, identify what your gift is, and in the process, identify if you if you have a spouse. Try to think about what their motivational gift is. Or you have children in the household, start in your household first, because if you yes. start in your household, it, it 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 affects everything else. Yes, yes, yes. I'm loving it. Love it, Michael. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, and no, for starting this conversation about gifts and the you know the ministry gifts, the spiritual gifts, and the motivational gifts, which are the charismatic gifts, which are endowed, which shape us. I really appreciate it, and I'm sure we'll catch you up next week before we move on to the next part of the gift. So everybody, um, use what you learned today. Identify your primary gift, your secondary, and know that you have traces of all these gifts and use them according to how you are led. Until next Tuesday, think positive, dream big dreams. Help someone along the way, and we will talk to you very, very soon. Bye-bye.